Shook, big shook. It's really real right now. Mr. DL. Number 17. Number 17, man. We glad to be here. Man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, One more year. <laughs> we here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, them shit's going, them, them weeks is going like years, man. You yeah. see that Dave's talking about, but uh, appreciate <laughs> you, too. Yo, we here. What's good, though, man? Uh, what's going on, man? Yeah, it's, 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 we got NOG coming through today. Oh, yeah, that's right, my that's man. My, he about to come off. You know it's what been it an is. interesting week. Yeah. But, yeah. What, what, what happened first? Let's oh, see what happened first. Chef Tanya. You got the screen. Oh, Jazz Oh, yeah, man. It's May 18th, I believe. May 18th, um, 1993. The first Jazz was was birthed. Google's Jazz Rest in peace, Google. Um, it's so monumental as the piece and the, the creativity, um, the way it was presented. You know, uh, this idea was initially uh, pitched to DJ Premier. And DJ Premier was like, yo, you know, he think Google should be the one to do it. You know, so that's how it came about. That's when Google stand, stood alone doing this. And I was with him being that was my best friend, so that's my man. So through the recordings, through all of that, you know, travel the world and everything, it was a movement, man. Jazz Jazz was a different move, movement. Shout out to Donald Byrd, who was on the album. Roy Ayers, um, Ruben Wilson, Marty Liston Smith. There was so many greats, man, on that album, man. Um, Carlene Anderson. And yeah, yep. And they were those were the vocals, but we were all. I'm just talking about the musicians. I'm sorry for, for any others. Yeah, yeah. DC Lee. You know what I mean? It was a great time because that album was like a picture and a show because we took it all over the world. It was him and I and, and those guys, uh, you know, believing in it. You know, it was, so it was great. You know, shout out to No Time to Play. That's the single we did. It was playing a lot. You know and. Uh, on that album, there's a few others, but man, great times. So, salute to the Jazz and Taz first original um, album, and, sh and shoot, and, uh, uh, shout out to um, Google's Legacy, and may he rest in peace, my brother, you know what I'm saying? Rest in honor, all of that, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know? That's my man, yeah. What's the next Yo. subject, Chef So, next person we're gonna talk about is Jigga Man. Oh, Jigga Man. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Jay-Z, the man, the mogul, the MC. Yeah, I mean? Uh, he addresses uh, Biggie's supergroup, The Commission, on the Pusha T, Neck and Wrist collab. Um, this is kind of dope because, like, they were gonna have a wild-ass group. The Commission, um, Biggie re uh, referenced the commission members. Lance Un Rivera, rest in peace. Diddy, Little C's, Charlie Baltimore, Jay-Z on the 1997 Life After Death track, What's Beef? You know what I'm saying? So he was uh, he was going to bring this to life. Uh, I, Charlie I believe, Baltimore? Yeah, they were going to sign with <laughs> After he did well, his, that well, I know, after, after he signed, he owed a few albums to um, Bad Boy. Mm. After he did a couple of them, they was going to sign you know, with uh, Rockefeller and put out these joints and put out the commission joints. So Jay-Z addresses that because a lot of people tend to say if it wasn't for Biggie, Jay wouldn't be in his position. And you know how they do that about rappers, right? But Jay was like, how could that be? Yeah. And he goes on to it. So listen to the song, Wreck, 
neck. Imagine how big Jay Z would be if he got killed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that. Not to say Biggie wasn't big, but that added to Biggie's lore and and the reason why a lot of people liked him and the younger why the younger generation even give him a chance when they don't give anyone else a chance. It's like oh oh that guy rapped in the 90s. Is he dead? No, I don't want to listen to him. See, plus, <laughs> plus, man, the stuff he was saying, my brothers know they could hear that voice and be like, Biggie was a good rapper. Yeah, it was like, awesome. My brothers whack and he died. I and think Jay Z, I think Jay, it was it was in the cards for Jay Z since day one, I feel like, with Biggie or without Biggie. But also, I heard Trina. Mm, Trina. Uh, uh, Shout out uh, to Trina. Oh, 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 wait. Uh, I heard Trina. I love Trina. On the show. Yeah. I heard um, Trina's on it with her, her, her own day and key to the city of Miami. Ooh, nice. She said, I'm so grateful. You know what I'm saying? That's because if, you, if they love how you speak and you can clap a cheek. <laughs> yo, I swear to God. People are saving she's that. making money, yeah. yeah. They love how you speak. You clap your cheeks. You could be a Good star for, for more than a week. She's it's definitely you know over. It's de for you. It's definitely an over-sexualized city, so I don't really think it. You know, I don't think it's well, as big as a deal as it would be up here. I'm being funny. Down there, everywhere you go, you see half. They're just trying like, to keep it in yo, the closet. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being funny about it, but she's, she's dope, talented. though, because yeah. she was able to, man, really parlay like that. You get a key to the city. Key to the city is the shit. And mother that. says, yo, because, you know, my son might have to be the one to enjoy um, Shook Day when they go that <laughs> come. But I'm saying though, you know, that's the type of shit how you honor people, man. You know what I'm saying? Give me the key for the day. Yeah, we'll go to fucking Chick-fil-A. I wanna yeah, know we, yeah. what, what yeah, does the key we'll open? Blues, Chris, huh? What does the key open? I don't know, I'm going, I know one thing. He's they, like, he's about to they, find they out. They tell me, go, hey, if they tell me you get the key for the city, Yo, I'm going to all them shits, Chick-fil-A. I'm going, I'm not going to Chick-fil-A, I'm going to Bentley. But I'm going there and I'm saying, hey, uh, I'm going to go to Roof Chris too, though. I'm going to Roof Chris after. I'm <laughs> saying, they see what you're doing. I got the key to the city, boy. Get a couple of them steaks out here mm. now. Monteezy, you know what I mean? <laughs> For real, that would be my set. And then, dude, I'm, I'm going to be like, open up some saunas or some places. Yeah, places yeah, yeah. All the with the fam. Places. You Definitely. know, come on, man. I'm like, I might even do something that they love to do. All right. I might bowl. But anyway, yo, y'all like bowling real Speaking quick? Speaking of Griselda uh, earlier yo, today. Y'all like bowling? I, I I do. Uh, I think it's fun. I don't know. You? Not, not, I like, I I like to go to league or anything, but every so, once in a while. The big balls, though, not the In New York, we play with the big balls. Okay. It wasn't <laughs> all, it wasn't until I was came to Boston that I had to play with little balls. Oh, shit. Yo. It's candle pen. Yo, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we have a small pen. name for it, candle Yo. pen. You're gonna be like tonight, you're gonna have all I never tried that. It's a votive candle. I never tried the candle <laughs> pen. Looks it looks like I mean, we grew up on that. Candle pen? Yeah. Oh really? Because you know, there was some small balls for us. Nah, they just there was some small balls and we on team. Small they, balls yo, they, they yo they had <laughs> yo, they have motherfucking um uh, these shows on TV. They had a show called Candle Pins for Cash. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, like motherfucking OGs out there, y'all know it. It was Candle Pins for Cash on TV. Oh, Every time I saw that shit on TV when I was young, I was mad as shit. Wait, what was the concept? You 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 win you win bread, go rounds like beat motherfuckers. I'm like, I mean, sometimes people man, they get nice and they just start saying all kinds of dumb shit. Dumb <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'll be worried. I don't know what you said. I don't know what she said. I don't wear a picture. I'm not even saying, hey, yo. Yo, I'm not saying, dude. I'm just saying, like, damn, motherfuckers get nice and say, yo, I'm just going to spew dumb shit right now. 
Super soft to jump people, first of all. If you got a problem with someone, have, try fight, fight them. I'll fight you. You know what I'm saying? Have, fight them. If you get, if you lose, you lose. And if you think, you know, you know, whatever, whatever. And then the other thing is to be bragging about it and not even being there, like taking credit or not even credit, but just like glory in it. Whether it's the rapper or the fan base, on either side, it's weird. Like. Speculating that you know Benny the Butcher had something to do with it, and yeah, yeah. I don't think that that necessarily even is the case. I don't, push words, so I, I, that, I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily the case because this guy was talking heavy shit. That's all he does is talk shit and never backs it up. I call him Freddie Fib. Sorry, but he never backs nothing the up. But I, I still, even without not backing nothing up, I still don't see people getting jumped as like something you could brag about. I mean, not now. I mean, oh, you, you know, that's some stupid shit, like, you know. All right, let's talk about stupid. French Montana. French Montana. I believe he just lost uh, a, a suit, a lawsuit for $130,000 for a dog bite. 
I think his dog bit somebody, man, you know? And he lost. Without getting into detail, it's like amazing that you got this dog that's gonna cost you 130 cheeks. Yeah. You know, sometimes it can be worse than that depending on the situation, yeah, but 130 is Mariah, Mariah Carey's husband, the last one, the billionaire, right. left her because she spent a million dollars a year on dog massages. Like, that wasn't like the, that wasn't the only reason, but that was like, he was like, this is the kind of money she spends, and that that's was one of the things he listed off, and I said, what? That's, go, that's a good reason. Dog massages. You know, like they say. I hope that's what he calls his dick. You know. <laughs> Hello. Well, that's a lot of upkeep, well, buddy. What is wrong with you? Boy, that's yeah. really why she not married wow, you. Man, it's kind of, yo, you wild, man. Listen, according to TMZ, French has been ordered by a California judge to cough up nearly 130000 Damages after his dog, Zane, bit a man named Juan Lamelli during a vicious attack a few years back. Well, cost him 130K. I, like, I guess we learned lessons, man. You know what I'm saying? So be it. Yeah, that sucks, though, because sucks. even if the dog just kind of barely bit the guy, well, he's going to go home and be like, babe, bite the shit out of my arm. Yeah. The French Montana's dog bit me. I'm going to sue this motherfucker. Bite and a dog bite is a little bit different. Boston legend hip-hop. Legend. You know what I'm saying? My man, 1,000 grand, Ed OG. What's up, Ed? Peace, peace. What's good, brother? I mean, you know, we good. We here at the Danger Zone podcast, man. We was trying to get you on, so we're glad that, you know, you're here. Um, no doubt. Yeah, well, you know, shoot, it all started in the, in the early 80s. Uh, B-boying, breakdancing, writing graffiti. Um, turned that into into beatboxing and to making my first uh, record in... Um, 86. I was beatboxing on the Boston Ghost Def compilation, the FTI crew. And then I kind of progressed from there into, into doing my own things, did a couple of the compilation albums and a couple of other little solo joints. Um, and then, you know, Ed OG and the Bulldogs came about 89. Um, and 90, we got our deal. Mm. And, uh, you know, and we put our life of a kid in the ghetto. That was 91, mm -hmm. you know, putting Boston hip hop on the map and right. um, been rolling from there. How did you feel, you know, when um, your first, your breakout single, Gotta Have It, you know, what, what was going on with you at that time and how did you feel, you know? And what year was that? Man, that that was 91 as well. Um, Gangstar is actually in the video. Uh, a lot of people don't know. Guru and Preem's and I gotta have a video mm -hmm. um, for a real quick split second. Right. Um, so, you know, for me, I didn't know uh, until really the video dropped. Um, and, you know, it, when we dropped the song on radio, it just kind of just took off. So obviously you always want to have a hit record. You know, we rap to have hit records we made plenty of hit records over our career that maybe not have become hit records right you know what i'm saying so um i think it was all time and everything i think we had you know a, a great beat a great hook a great concept for for the time and um you know god bless me it was I, just it just all worked out you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. those things don't come around too often man you can look at you know a list of uh the cats that came out of here and you know very few of them mm -hmm. have uh 
had that sort of success. You know what I'm saying? Blow these young so, guys' minds. How much did that video cost? That cost 30000 Yeah. And that was in 90 mm. I mean. And that, that, that was a discount. Yeah. You're probably right. I mean, I know some of the numbers, you know, Gangstar <laughs> had, you know, and I actually 100,000 videos and shit, like what people are doing similar shit. But yeah. Nothing now. Crazy, yeah. You know? <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's insanity. The technology changed everything, man. You know, the crazy thing is, though, me being from Boston, um, like I, I felt the movement, like when you, when your shit was popping, because I had just got released the end of '90, you know, after being incarcerated for a few, and so now I'm, I'm out here, but I always, you know, aspire, you know, obviously to be rapping and doing stuff. And I remember that song was banging. I had went to Grove Hall, and um, you know, not too far from Humble, where Eddie and them's from, but I went to Grove Hall, and everybody was. Uh, uh, was was playing that shit like I, I was like oh shit this shit is like because I didn't know you yet but I gotta have yep. it was on, on on out of everybody's cars so that, that's number one at that time but also when I first saw you on uh, I saw you on Soul Train you know oh, what I'm saying so when I saw you on yep. Soul Train those two events are something like all my years all my life those shits are so monumental you know what I mean and and, and do you look back on stuff like shit like that now and, and see the magnitude it had and you know what I mean? Like the, the energy uh, uh, and shit. Of course. You know? Of course. I mean, you know, getting on Soul Train was like, you know, accomplishment of all accomplishments no at that particular time, man. I mean, because that's what we really grew up on. And then to jump on, you know, uh BET on Rap City yeah. and your own TV raps, it was just like Whoa, right. you know what I'm saying? Teen right. Summit. We was we was doing everything across the board and video music box as well. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So we 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 hit all you know those major platforms at that time, except for Arsenio Hall and um, in Living Color. I never got to do those two, yeah. and I was pretty pissed about that because yeah, everybody man. else got to jump on those. Um, so you know I didn't get to do those particular joints, man. But you know I did. I even did pump it up with uh, Sister D. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, the one. Um, so I did, I hit all those shows, man. So it was just uh, a, a different thing to be, you know, in 89, still sitting at the crib, watching these video shows, mm. watching everybody, and then two years later being on them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, see, the beautiful thing of, of with me too is like, well, I know from the history, uh, you were sending it, and so was uh, um, Gangstar at the time. Yo, it's just super dope, man, because we we actually, what we're doing at our age, right. we blazing the trail for cats to do it at our age. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. the cats before us was the generation that, that was even, you know, the Melly Mel's in the early 80s, right. late 70s guys. You know what I'm saying? So they still doing it. You still got Melly Mel still killing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, they yeah. still doing show. All those guys are still doing it. And they blazed the path for us to keep doing it. You know, the Canes and all of these other cats, mm -hmm. too, the Rock Kims. And, you know, now we blazing the path for cats like a terminology right. who might still be just touching, you know, 40, 41. I don't know how old term right. is, but right. he ain't that old. He's still, you know, pretty young, but he can do it into his 50s if he want to. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? As right. long as you got the energy and as long as you still putting out music on a high caliber mm -hmm. and you, you know, you at the top of your game, right. do it forever. 
because I was a freestyle cat. So Ed said, yo, you know, go on the boom and just freestyle. And so I'm freestyling for a half hour. Now that just seemed like it was about 20 minutes. I swear to God, I'm like just gone. And I see, you know, you can see people in the booth, and you see them in the booth, and you be like, and they, you, yo, you know, say they like still talking to shit. I was like, yo, when is this shit up? And then Ed goes, yo, you good, you good. And I was like, okay, we'll just pick the part, whatever, you know, because that's how I used to record a lot of my early joints was um, was uh, freestyle. So he he. Did it and then he get you know took that piece for that song you know what I'm saying and, and I was like wow this shit is dope and to this day motherfuckers <laughs> yelling over Europe and shit you know how they be they want yeah. they all yeah. the songs you don't even hear no more you know what I mean yeah exactly do it exactly. do it I'm exactly. like yo I got a random question. I don't even got the instrumental. I don't even got the instrumental. That's what I'm saying. He don't even know how to beatbox that shit. Go ahead, go ahead, man. I got a random question, Edo. I've always wanted to ask you this and always forget. Why weren't you in Who's the Man? The movie? Yeah, I felt like you should have been up in there. That was right around your time, yeah. Like, that was that. Oh, man. You came out. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just wasn't. I don't think I was in New York enough. Oh, okay. Hold up. You know what I mean? It was. Was that Guru getting chased? Yeah, I think Guru was in that movie. Ed Lover in there? Yeah, Ed Lover. Yeah, that was Ed Lover's movie. Dennis Leary. (laughs) It was good he wasn't in that shit, man. Yo, rest (laughs) in peace, my man Guru. But he know I used to clown him all the time about that goddamn movie. Because nah, that yeah. was funny. No, man. but look, look, let's see. This funny. is the other side. I can say that's my brother. Love you. You know, yo, this dude had a that, when that dude was running, it was a stunt though. Yeah, I don't remember him running. That, I, I don't yeah, it, it, who's the man with Ed Love and <laughs> yeah, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he ran for half a mile, like in that movie. He running on the bridge and all that. So Guru said he could do it from the gate in the beginning. And got it like cramps, like it's asthma. He got, it's asthma. He got like Charlie Hustle's this shit. I was like, yo, he just I can't do it. It's just so that dude running ain't him. So we be knowing the shit. Like we be like, oh man, no, dog, yeah. that ain't even you. Like you. And then he jumps out from behind the dumpster. Who's the man? Doing? I'm like, yo. So how was your relationship with Google, man? Man, you know, it was it was great, man. I never had any anything. We always was cool from the get-go. You know what I'm saying? Like as soon as I met him, we always uh clicked. And you know, even more so like like the last times that I got to when we started hanging out and then I had uh bounced out to to New York. He flew me down to New York because when we had did the um Ill Kid shit. Right. When we was in the studio doing that. Right. Um you know, he wanted me to sign to, to Ill Kid right. at that time. That was that was the whole thing, you know. And um, I went out to L.A. with him, man, for, for like a week, 10 yeah, days, man. whatever. Had a great time with him, man. And that was like, you know, just me and him. Right. So it wasn't no no crew, no shows, no nothing. Just really kicking it, you know what I'm just saying? Him. He was such a great dude, man, you know what I'm saying? I didn't end up signing with, with Ill Kid at the time. Um, because I just wanted to do my own thing. You right. know what I'm saying? I still felt like a boss at myself. I didn't want to, uh, you know what I'm saying? And nothing, of course, no offense to him, because that was would have been a great opportunity at the same time. But I just was like, man, I you know, I want to do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's surprising keep pursuing because, it. It's surprising because it was so competitive back then. I'm surprised you guys weren't like, not rivals, but 
competing with each other. I, I, I'm surprised. Nah, my com competition was was made men, really. They were okay. always kind of competing more so than Guru because we were we were like fans. So, you know, if they put out something dope, it was just a compliment for me. I'm just like, you know, those niggas are already dope. So yeah. it's not thing, you know, it, it, it is competition, of course, in, in a ways, because it's, you know, it's rap. So of course you want your shit to be better than the next man, right. of course. But yeah. at the same time, I never had no ill will. Like, I don't want them to succeed or, yeah. you know, it was always, always love. You know what I'm saying? Ed was coll the collective of with uh Slane and um Jay and Jay on that that specific tour and then yeah that was the only special teams tour we ever did oh. in Europe oh, well, <laughs> that tour it was the beginning and the end of you. shit you. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> we was out there was man, and, you know it's crazy because cats learned a lot of stuff too which they didn't really know I'm talking about you and I did the other guys learned more, like, where it's like, oh, shit, this is different over here. Yeah, I mean, that, that was JCO's first tour. Look at how huge JCO oh, is. Yeah, man. After winning that you, little contest. You know contest. what I mean? Shout out to JCO, man. Yeah. That, he got up. a group of Redman. And he, and he was getting, yeah. he was, like, catching the clown into the motherfucking mob. Oh, yeah. We was, Look, he was the youngest. It was like he was a, a freshman, bro. Yeah, he was, we was giving it to him. We was giving it to him the whole he, trip, bro. And you know me. He took you know, the was, butt of everything. I, that's why <laughs> if if I got on the next man, you know me, I was in roast master shit, whatever. And I get on the next man, and when I was getting on Jay, I remember JCO be all happy and shit like, yeah. Because I guess you told y'all what I'm before, and he was just getting rashed completely out. And you know, Listen, and, man. and know me, so he know how you know shit gonna be, so we all know, right? But uh, that tour was a different direction. Hey, JC was happy, but dudes was still like, but shout out to him. He was cool, though. He was cool. It was for the nah, time. He mad cool, man. That's my, that's my dude, You man. know, and we <laughs> had a good, good time because it's like, like I said, like he, I asked him, you know, the energy's still good. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, uh, I want to ask you a couple questions, though, like, you know. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Number one, though. Number one, though, on some real shit. Like, what what do you feel about, like, uh, uh, the state of hip-hop now, the you know, the difference, you know, and, 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 and how it's doing and, and how it's going? Like, I, how do you, what's your take on that, you know? I mean, I think, you know, uh, it, it's, it, we in a different place in, in music where, you know, cats can create music from their crib and get it to the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We came up from an era where you literally had to go into a studio studio to to get to get a demo done and recorded on and tape. Then, <laughs> yeah, then try to get it to a label and hopefully to, they could put it out. Mm. You know what I'm saying to the people. So I mean, I think the era of people being able to do it themselves is great. I just think we got too many motherfuckers, mm. and everybody can't do it. Musically, it's it's trash. I understand, you know, from them going from non-samples to to the to the beats that they made because they couldn't pay for samples you know that that got too crazy mm. to a point where you know cats had to flip it and start doing original beats mm. but the original beats aren't good some of them are but it's like one percent for me uh, out of I, I all know. that shit that's played what you say Dick? i mean some of them i like like the meek mills type of beats yeah, you know that yeah. he was rapping on they had a build up and then they you know, started dropping. So I really I mean, like the beats, not the lyrics cool. these days. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the shit is cool, but I'm not, you know, a fan of it, but I don't hate on it. I just don't listen to it. It's yeah. just like, you know, it's for my son's age. It's for the younger generation. It's their music, it's yeah, their exactly. time. It's not made for us. Some shit. Yeah, I'm not hating on it. Some shit I listen to, some shit, and it probably might be a lot of times. Um, like Debbie Gibson? No, nah, because, you know, <laughs> man, I don't listen to this, this motherfucking little marshmallow ass dude trying to like, say shit from the side and shit. This go like this, yeah. Marshall, you made it a Marsh right here. But anyway, um, yo, yo, hey, 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 this dude just got to say some crazy shit. It looks like you stick a drumstick in a marshmallow, that's DL. But yo, like, cause see, I like some of the songs, though, because of, I, I listen to some, but some might have that, still have that sample um, in it that I know too. And I'm like, oh, they kind of chopped that nice. Or um, uh, a J. Cole type dude. Like, well, this motherfucker is like, is spitting that rapping shit that yeah. he's saying some dope ass shit, though. Yeah, he's you know right. what I mean? I'm like, listening to J. Cole, like, oh. Beats yeah, you can make beats exactly. on your phone now. It's he, like, yeah, not exactly. like how we used to have to. I, when well, I first rhyme. started making beats, I had to play the whole four minute beat out. You know what I mean? The whole thing. I had to play it out. That's yeah. another you know, question. Every sound. Snare drum, four minutes. Kick drum, four minutes. When you go in the studio now, do, do, yep. you, do you write or you use the phone? Good question. Um, I've been on my phone since about 2002. Once I got one of the phones that I could write lyrics in, I started, and that was it. I've been off the paper. And as far as the studio, I don't even go to the studio. I, I record at the crib, right. and I just uh, send the Same. waves to my e to the engineer and mix it and done. So I ain't really been recording in a studio in like mad years unless I'm doing a specific project with somebody and they got a studio and we work in, you know, like that. But usually, I just record from the crib, man. So another thing on <clears throat> some uh, style of shit. So what do you think about Crocs? Mmm, another Crocs. good question. <laughs> I mean, I think Crocs was in some years back. I don't know if they're still cracking right now, but you know. For me, I don't have I don't have a pair of Crocs, but they are comfortable. I have stepped in a pair and they are comfortable for, for vacation. Suge's only gators, no crocs. Nah, I don't know. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> he just heard him. He said he stepped in a crock of shit. Like he knew what time when he put them shits off. Like, you know, I'm just saying, I, I got my little visions on them croc shits too, but it, it's like styles, you know, like some some of the new styles dudes, uh, the people, they, men and women mm -hmm. wear, for the guys, it's probably, it's, like you can see some of that style and respect it, but the summer style look like little small Hulk suits with cats about to bust out and shit. They put little charms on them. And when I came up, man, probably like Ed too, because my fuckers used to think, because he had songs like, be a father to your child. You know, they thought that. They thought, oh, this nigga's soft. Right? So they thought, oh, man. happy songs. And they didn't realize, you might have thought it, it was soft. He wasn't a gangster nothing like that, but he was a thorough dude. Like, that was going to hold it he down. Was thorough. So what I'm saying is, that's what I mean. It's like, Certain shit we gonna see and be like, yeah, that style, man, that's just fuck, like, you know, it is, I can't fuck with it, you know? And then I was having kids at our age, too, where we was like, you know, they, like, certain shit, I just wish, wish, like, what I was saying, though, first, let me, let me just jump to that. We would come from a place, if, you, if something went down, you, know, you had to hold it down. You had, you was gonna beat, you gonna throw some hands and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you, you always had to have something on your feet that I felt from that times 
Whereas like them shits wasn't coming off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm well, like, what about the '90s when people were in '80s? They were had no laces in their shoes, or '90s when we were in boots. That was like I'm. I'm. If I always was prepared to scrap. So if that was the case, yeah. whatever. Up. So right. see, shoot, tying the shoes, yeah. better get the fuck out. Nah, for real. In the Crocs, <laughs> I couldn't see doing that. Nah, you know what I mean? Slides, though, I grew into uh, to that. You were older, of course, you ain't gonna be. It's the mentality. Oh, it's like, or the yeah. pants that be below dudes' asses, tight as fuck, like a mer the mermaid joints. Now, you, <laughs> yeah, you wear the mermaid joints. Like, how you want? All someone gotta do is come up and pull them shits down. Facts. Right? Yeah, you're done, nigga. Come yeah. out of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fuck out, you know? Yeah, you, you can't even move in that shit. Huh? I mean, when, you, when I see it, I be like, yo. Oh, you can't even move in that shit. Yo, I'll fuck, listen, I love all you young niggas, whatever. I, I, everybody, man, brothers, whatever. I love all your butt. When I see a motherfucker with some shit on like that, respectfully, and it be forty degrees below, you got on a big ass winter coat, and you got your drawers on below your ass piece. So now every ass thing, and you got Tim's and all that on, everything is warm, right? But your ass is out with, with how thin drawers are. Maybe that's a hot. Yo, I'm just saying. When I see that, I be like, want to go up to the yo, listen, son, for real. <laughs> Yo, you about to get frostbitten in the ass to look cool. Nah, come on, man. Yo, I went, I went with a little bit direction with that, but man, come on, man. We from that same That's shit, too man. Much. Like, I respect your fashion, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But it's just certain shit. That's why I'm asking questions and shit. I want you to take 10, 10 rappers, right? They smack the dog shit. Nah, I want you to take 10 rappers, right? <laughs> 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 Yo, I want you to take a, 10 rappers, throw them in the bag, shake it up, right? And if you dump their shit out, like, who would these 10 rappers be? You know what I'm saying? You don't got to give a reason why, but yeah. just, you know, 10 of them. Just, be yeah, them. I mean, it would be Kane, KRS, mm. Rakim, mm. Houdini, All right. the group. <laughs> uh, that's one person. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's that counts. I think that counts. Uh, that's that's count. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nas, uh -huh. Jay, mm -hmm. um, let me see, uh, I throw the Griselda in there, I like those okay, dudes, man. Man. Dope. fire, fire, fire uh, for the new generation, right. um, I throw Kwali, I mean, I'm, um, uh, uh, Blackstar, uh -huh. you know, most deaf and right. Kwali in yeah. there. And um, two just for, for fun, I'll throw the, uh, 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 two more. Uh, I'll throw, um, who else do I fuck with? I'll throw, I'll throw uh, you know, Pete Pete Rock in there. I'll throw Pete Rock in there. He ain't a rapper, but I just love, nah, you know, what he does. Rap your rap. And and last for, yeah, for, um, you know, for, for fun, I would throw in um, Kanye. Right. Uh, early Kanye, yeah, young yeah. Kanye. Yeah, okay. Now, that's amazing because, you know, he's the first dude who probably didn't say Jay. He said Jay. Oh, you said Jay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He said number I six. said Jay, yeah. Oh, I had to throw Jay in there. Too. Yeah, because Jay in there, yeah. but that people say they want to say, but I'll be like, oh, hey, hey. I'm going to tell you. Put a, you yeah. put Jay, though, there, though. Oh, I was, yeah, yeah. And I asked you your 10. You yeah, put Jay, Jay yeah, he in there. You know, um, Okay, we're gonna. Yeah, he gotta be in there. That's a good bag and shit, man. You know, I just. Wanna hear something crazy? Yeah. Jay Z isn't in my top 10 favorite rappers, but I think he's the best rapper. But he's just not not my in my personal, like, right. CD player. You but wanna... I think he's the best rapper. You wanna hear something even crazier? 
Motherfuckers always, when they watch the Danger Zone, they ask if you're my son. That's just crazy, man. I got that Sammy Sosa Anyway, Come on, Dad. Sammy Sosa. You right, you know what I'm saying? My wife thinks I look good. I said, oh, word, son? He went from black to white with a little brim on. He got a brim on, too. That's just wild. Sammy, man, all that money, man, that shit fucked him up. So I got a couple things. Go ahead, man. Say what you want to say, man. N.O.G. was... Hold on, hold on one second. Yo, for the world, I'm just saying, as my man, so yeah. I could talk to this dude for like two hours and be like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? You could go make that and all that. But I'm saying, but I, so you're gonna edit it, so get it in. Like, as the type of dude I wouldn't even speak to for eight months, but when I speak to him, it's just like, yo, we put each other on hold like five, six times. <laughs> you be like, hold on a minute. Yo, hey, go back and talk. Yo, let me take this for a second, son. But it's cool, though. It's like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, well, go ahead. I just said that. Go ahead, Dean. So, NOG um, is part of my story because oh, as an as a engineer, my first paid gig was with NOG's label. I forget the label, but it, they were doing an album called The Last Word. Remember this, Edo? The, the last yeah, well, that was that was um, that was me and Jay and them doing that. Yeah. There was no label. Trump, that right? was us. Yeah, we was paying for that shit. Oh, really? You, well, I, I was working with Pete. That, that that was yeah 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 like that yeah. was pizza and, and assistant engineer and that was like oh, my first right? like I probably made like six bucks. That was cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was like my first en- en- engineer too. engineering job. Yep. But I, I was at that time at that time I was trying to be a rapper. You know I'm like like I was trying to like, you know. And I had a I had a song called How We Roll and that was like my joint and I I was trying to get it on the on the radio and they would never they just wouldn't they wouldn't even open it. You know, they wouldn't even give me a time of day. So someone gave me the advice, they were like, you know what you should do is you should feature Ed O. G on the record and they'll play they'll play it out. So, alright. I do a song called Let It Fall with Ed O.G. <clears throat> he doesn't remember. I asked him a couple weeks ago. He's like, I don't even remember that song. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember <laughs> that But um, So I, I, I get down to 88.9, which around here it was like the mecca of, of, of like underground hip hop. Of course. Um, and I get in because my CD says Ed O.G. on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I give it to the DJ. DJ Kerosene, I don't know if you guys remember him. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. He's he he, down in Atlanta now. Yeah. Shout out Kerosene. So yes, I get sir. I get in the car, I'm driving down 93, and they played How We Roll, the first one, not the other one. And I was like, oh my God. Right. You know what I mean? I'm playing my song on the radio. And then by the time I got back to this area, they, they were playing Let It Fall. Mm. And, and Let It Fall played for like years. It played for years, mm. you know? Mm. And um, so that, that, that was my first... Airplay was it wasn't Ed, with Ed, it wasn't Ed O G Ed O G song first, but it was because of the Ed O G song on the B side that I even got in the door. You, you, you know, know what I'm saying? You know it's amazing. Yeah, man. It's amazing because all the time that like that I, that that story I just told is available for a movie <laughs> if you liked it that much. Nah, nah it'd be cool. <laughs> you could put it in like a box and do it like when them little kids watch movie and that little thing. Put that movie in there. Them are called L movies. They ain't A, B, C or nothing. They L movies. But yo, it's real shit though. Um, You know, it's crazy because my first single officially, and like I said, they were on the back B side. So my whole career spans of like, damn, when I jumped off, you were there because like, it's okay, this is what's going to happen. I didn't have no deal yet or nothing. You know what I mean? So, and all my years, I keep going. Everybody who's passed and you know, not here no more, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Then, like, we're still constant, so that should, that should be dope to me, man. And I appreciate the music you do and what you do. 
more, man. Yo, Come on now. DL, but DL though, he he's the true fan of the music and made a lot of shit come to life, these videos and some other shit we be doing. So I always get a kick out of that aspect of it. You know what I mean? That cause I hear them fan stories like that shit he be saying, I'm like. Yeah, I've always I'm a, I'm always a fan. I've met I've met some rappers I wish I didn't. You could, because like you know now I'm not even like fans of them. I wouldn't even ask them to be on the podcast, and I right. and I grew up like spitting their rhymes. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like so, there is that part of of doing what I do. Um, the, the curtain comes back kind of sometimes. You know what I mean? And, and that, that's not the best part of it. But me and Edo Bim did 19 videos. You did a few compilations. Uh, I remember uh, one you did with um, Ace, right? Yep. Yeah. And, was it just Ace? Yep. And then you and Insight recently did a project, right? Yep, yep. yep. 21, we dropped that last year. Uh, um, yeah, the special teams, uh, the four-piece right, thing right. I was doing. So I did a lot of collaborative uh, different projects, what about, and I think... What about My Own Worst Enemy? Wasn't that you and Pete Rock? Yeah, you could call that a collaborative uh, album as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he provided the beats, I provided the rhymes. So yeah, it was kind of a, a collaborative project. You know, it just keeps impressing. I told you too, Suge, we need to do one. Yeah, we, we need are, to do an EP. Do you know what I'm saying? We gonna do let's, that. let's bang that out. That's the, that's the bang in the pop right there. That's hit the body yeah. the head will the, follow. The king, shit, kings right? of the city, man. Kings of the city, nah, man. Let's real. bang this out, I'm yo. I'm man. You know, I got like, yo. I got some shit, shit. I'm always ready to ride, man. You know what? Yeah, and you know what? One, one, one thing I can say about you too, Suge, and, and this is just, you know, from the time we, we was doing uh fucking um the the your first single crush and all of that, man, right. to up until now, the bars have increased. Right. I mean, just like myself, I've gotten better since we did that song right. as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We all have gotten better, but now we at like a point where the bars and it's so easy, but it's so like at the highest level. Of course, you, you know what I mean. Like it's so ill now, man. You know what I'm saying. Like everybody has gotten to that place where we at the top of our game. Listen, I've been doing shows. I'm sure you too. And motherfuckers were like, "Hey, we come to see you." I said, "Oh yeah, you can't see. Yeah, my aunt, my uncle, my father, they were here 20 years. I saw words. Yeah, exactly. Yo, exactly. Did they tell you what happened? Said. No, I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, for real, that's just the craziest shit when I be hearing that. My mother's like, oh, my aunt, they, that's why we came tonight. I was like, yo, and my grandmother's with me now, I'm like, fuck, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, everybody's yeah. Yeah, because at the show, like, it's, it, and we're still, like, I, obviously I went out right before COVID. I'm sure you probably did too, we was going out and, Man, and people yeah. had way that young doing all the lyrics of the songs and shit. This, and they don't even speak the language and they know uh, your lyrics, which is wild. Like, they know, know if you whack them. Yeah. If you whack, you whack. You know, oh, they, they they know they know the difference. They ain't just bobbing their head to anybody who's American who raps. Right. So right. you gotta have you gotta have some good shit. They, you know what I'm saying? And they gotta like you. So it's like it's a that's how we're able to still be at these times and, and old and whatever and still do shows. Because motherfuckers gotta exactly. like dig your shit. Like you ain't no enforcing you over there, so they they paying and shit, you know, you're doing your thing. 
when I lived in Miami, exactly. we were doing a, a, a Trick Daddy video and Chameleon Air. Mm -hmm. Chameleon Air shows up, and they, the whole neighborhood, they just surrounded his limousine. They wouldn't let him out of his limousine right. for that right. same thing. And I guess I guess he was super whack or corny or something, and they were like, yo, you can't you can't be up here. Yeah, they, they, and he yo, went and filmed on a green screen. Some of the motherfuckers would be upset about mm. shit like that, but yo. Shouts to Chameleon Air. Sorry about that story. Never had it. Nah, never had it. <laughs> or shit. Edo came to visit me in Florida. The only person. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he didn't really come to visit me, yeah. but he came to my house. Nah, he probably, someone told him, like, you yeah. want to meet him and shit. He was like, yo, well, what's up with him? He said, well, he's got a couple of cups of coffee and a box of munchkins, and he wants you to come through. He loves hip-hop. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know, but nah, not D. D.O. D.O. He was Pete Boyd. He just told me tonight. <laughs> Listen. He was Pete Boyd's assistant. I'm like, yo, and, that, and yeah. like, yo, I seen a picture of Pete on Facebook. Shout out to Pete Sports. He played football. He had all his hair and shit with the equipment. I, mean, I think my. Nah, he played football. Yo, he had the pitch. I say, oh shit, you play. Yeah, I made a comment, but it fucked me up because I always seen Pete how we seen him. Ed, tell that, tell yeah, that, tell that Florida kid. story one last time, man. <laughs> Listen, Mr. DL is the only cat living in the projects in Florida, in the hood with a black girl. The only white dude there with pounds of weed with his door open, like two pounds of weed on the table, with Mexican, mad sticks and seeds, just big weed yeah. sitting there. We like, yeah. yo, we need some weed. Oh, DL lived down here. Let's get in touch with DL. D, I don't know how, where we got your number or how we even called you. I, I met you at the show. I, special teams had a you show. You came to the show. And I, and I was yeah, like, holy shit. And I, I bought a ticket and, and I was front row like, yo. Holy shit! <laughs> I know that's you. it. Yo, yes. Yeah. And and yeah. we hooked up with D, and that that's been, you know, <laughs> like that ever since. Man. So yeah, tell tell him about going down to Liberty City. <laughs> Listen, we went in there, man. This dude was living in. You see all those Miami videos with dudes be rapping right. with no shirt on, with dreadlocks and a whole yeah. bunch of gold teeth, yeah. whole bunch of motherfucking people in the video. Right. That's right where this nigga lived. <laughs> right there, he lived right in the shit, the 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 hood of all hoods. You know, we black, we ain't scared to go nowhere. But right. it is the projects. Right. When you in the project, the projects is the only place that I think black people get a little like ah, uh, should I go or shouldn't yeah, I go? Because yeah. that weed's calling. <laughs> you know, I would yeah. shit. I was... The weed. We had to get that weed, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, I was in projects. I was in the projects in France, and you know how it go. Like this one dude was like, after the show, you can come and do a feature. I said, yeah, I'll come do a feature. <laughs> yeah, how much? I said, I told him how much. Yeah. He says, okay. Say bon, say bon. So now we go to this motherfucker. I, I know it's one of them. And then it be, this motherfucker ain't from France. He's straight African. You already know he black and blue yeah. and tall as shit. And he just said, you do a feature. I said, okay, I'm good. I go like, and by then, I, you know, I was pronouncing you. He on the phone with everybody. This be like right around that time. Yo, I'm ready to make sure go over to the, the spot, whatever. Yo, I get over this spot. First of all, I get, this is in France. I get in the hallway and see trash rolling around. I'm like, okay. You know, Frank filled the hill or whatever or something. I'm like, I, I know yeah, 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 Then yeah. I go down the hall. It's mad dudes standing like they waiting for something in line. A whole oh. bunch of African cats, too. And it was like, I mean, long as shit. I go down. Did I go in the door where the studio's at? 
mad, motherfuckers. I said, yo, you still want me to do this feature? Right? This motherfuckers said, yeah. I said, all these motherfuckers got to go outside. I swear to God, I said, everybody. I was like, come on, man. That shit was some wild shit. But I, I knew then I was in the Jackson projects. I was like, oh. Yo, yeah, he called the whole Jax. He called the whole Jax to come through. You know what I mean? All of them, feature. son. Yo, it was so crazy. Because I felt after the show, we went to it, you know, we go in his crib. But it was a bunch of time that elapsed, you know, sign some shit for fans, take pictures, whatever. Yeah. And then we finally go, because now you know us, like, the shit's over. I'm going to get this bread. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I get over that swear. If you seen how many people was in this hallway, I was like, oh, okay. They could have ended it right there. You know what I'm saying? And they have tall ass have. projects in France too, them tall <laughs> ass buildings. Yeah, like, man. Like good times. My mother's like all big in the, ass buildings. The, the studio had everybody in there and I said, listen, you want me to do this feature? I'm saying that because that's <laughs> what I'm, I'm trying to talk France to this motherfucker for real. I'm like, like, you know, if you want me to do that motherfucker feature, everybody yeah, gotta go outside. Out of then they look like cattle and shit. Like, <laughs> like everybody went out. And I let them come back in afterwards. See, you a guard to them anyway, but that's how they they, they appear. So you know ain't nothing going down. Uh, what what can we catch Ed doing now? You know, what, what do you got in the future coming up? And, and such? Listen, man, I, I got a ton of shit. I got my new album coming. I'm gonna be dropping that this year, probably later in the fall, but I think I'm gonna drop a single or two. Uh, over the summer, right. um, got an Ed OG and the Bulldogs album right. coming probably probably by the end of the summer um, as well. Um, got a couple of collaborative projects. Uh, me and my man Focus from New York, we just did this uh, joint called EU European Union album where we have all producers from um, Europe, from different countries in Europe. So we finished that project. Uh, that's just getting mixed and mastered. Couple more things, my man, DJ Yoda in the UK. We got an album coming out probably the uh, end of the year. He he, pretty big in the UK uh, as far as DJing and, and stuff. And I did a did a little tour with him, not to stay on too long, but one of the best tours I did uh, because we was performing around eight and we was done by like eleven. Yeah, I was in the hotel by eleven thirty. Mm. I ain't never did no tour like that. Bro. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Right. And another one collaborative project with my man Flip in uh, Austria. Okay. So a bunch of joints coming, man. It's at OG Picks, um, P I C S on Instagram and at OG on Facebook. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, listen, man, brother. You know it's been a pleasure, man, to have you on here to Hell talk. Yeah. Salute, up. salute. You know what I'm saying respect is all day, yeah. man. Here. You know what I mean? And just, no doubt. You know, keep bringing this music and hip hop to the world. Respect. You too. We you too. You man, and we get up, all right? Yeah, no doubt. Right. Peace, y'all. Peace, peace, bro. <laughs> what you say, thing? Who's stupid as hell? Oh, Dying stupid as hell. Dying. Yo, stupid as hell. This week, an Indian couple sued their son and his wife to, to demand a grandchild. Listen, I mean, it's some of the most stupidest shit I ever heard in my life. An Indian couple has filed a lawsuit against their only son and his wife, demanding that they produce a grandchild within a year or pay damages of 50 million rupees. Damages Which is what? 650 grand, you know what that means? Sanjay Prasad Sinha, 62, a pensioner, and his wife, Sadhana Prasad Sinha, say they exhausted their life savings on their son, including a 650,000 pilot training course 
wow. at his wedding six years ago wow. at a five-star hotel with a honeymoon in Thailand. You see what I'm saying? The couple from Hadra and Hadriwa, India's Yudhava uh, Karan state said that all they asked of their son, all their son, Sagar sent out 35 and his wife Shubhangi, Shubhangi, Sinha 31 was to give them a grandchild and they have failed to do so. So because so, they want to sue their son. <laughs> they are suing them for 650 million they rupees. All their money. They Word. sent you to school. Listen. They gave you a big wedding. They are both stupid as hell this week. You know, Sanjay Prasad and your wife, uh, Sadhana Prasad Sinha, stupid as hell. Sorry. You know? Like you have the kids, but now they have to live their lives. Yo, that motherfucker said, yeah, we gonna sue them for 650. Go ahead, keep it rolling. That's, that's, yeah. that's some weird, that's some uh, awkward Thanksgiving in the future, but uh, on a lighter note, Let's talk about the Sports Illustrated. That was my Susan. fun. That was my, that was my segue. Because aren't they complaining that, that she's she's too heavy to be a, on the cover? Is that what? You like my segue? Come on, no one gave me credit for that segue. Well, apparently, nobody is happy. Just like usual, America yeah. has stepped up to the plate and said, we are not happy. What's going on? We have Kim K, mm -hmm. okay? We have Ciara, oh. okay? We have May Mask, hey, excuse hey. me, May Musk. I don't know why I said it that way. And then I don't want to. I don't want to mispronounce her name, but her name is Jammu. They're all they're all in swimsuits. They're women of various ethnicities, various ages, and various body shapes. And of course, somebody had to say something about each. What they say? Each and every what, one of them. Why don't you tell us what they said, Tanya? Well, they were like, oh, Kim Kardashian was too much Photoshop. Mm -hmm. Everything is Photoshop in life. If you see it on a magazine, it's a Photoshop. Nah, so, like, not, not they're trying so. to make all of them, all of them, mm -hmm. look their best. Yeah. Okay? It's a swimsuit. Man, woman, whoever you are, you get up almost naked and see how you feel about yourself. And you wouldn't be like, mm, I wish I could just... Okay, I don't understand. I don't understand. The only thing, my only opinion, is that I wasn't really crazy about all the bathing suits that they were in. Not who was wearing it, well, but I mean, the actual hey, bathing suits. Hey, to each his own, man. Absolutely. So if they liked it or they paying, because they obviously got paid. Yeah, yeah. What she said is like exactly. they all got on bathing suits and shit for bread. For bread. I feel That's like Spanish, there's something. For everyone, and on top of that, that's it. You said it. Something for everyone. They have the first indigenous model. Oh, hold up, man! In the oh, in the magazine. Show, wildin'. Enough free. Enough free. Yeah, enough free. Enough please. So I, there's diversity. <laughs> there's what most people would say a, a typical model is, Word. and then there's various people of various ages and sizes. Well, you know what? Tell me when it's Playboy. And I'll be <laughs> Oh, oh snap. Um, that's and that. a little weird. I'm not sure. Exactly. Nah, I mean, you know. We just want to shed some light on some terrible stuff that happened this terrible. week. Big Sugar wants to. Um, Let me preface it like this We live in a world 
we live in a world, man, where, where it's madness, you know? Sometimes, um, you know, there's the good, bad, the evil, that's, that's, that's life, man. It's, it's part of the balance of it, it's terrible. It's tragic for some. Uh, and then being a black person, you know, sometimes it, it, you still have the struggle of living in your skin, you understand? So um, just recently, you know, people went to the supermarket, where was it at again? I'm sorry. Milwaukee, right? No, but yeah. wasn't it Buffalo, New York? Oh, Buffalo. Jeez, jeez. It happened so I know something. There was other shootings like in California yeah. and Texas and Milwaukee this week. This yeah. is... Um, this is Buffalo, yeah. Yeah, this, this was, um, you know, uh, it was very, very tragic and very sad for the fact that people went to the supermarket just shop. Uh, there was an older lady who, who went to just get a couple of items. She had just finished visiting her husband. Um, from um, a nursing home, you know what I mean? And just think, you said stop, well, probably simple as let me get some bread yeah. and some milk and go in the store. And then they, uh, a gunman, I, I refuse to even say his name at this time. Exactly. It's not necessary. He but the gunman him. went to the, he was dressed in tactical uniform, uh, guns and everything, and he went there, he shot um, 13 people and killed 10 of them. And all they were doing was going to shop uh, at the store and pick something up. It was a racially motivated, um, you know, crime, terrible, very tragic. I said, it's, it's devastating as well because, um, you know, these are people who just went to the store, something we do daily, and they, they lost their lives for what? For some mani was maniac. Was some sort of... Uh Military guy or something because he's like it, it's, not like, it's not like it's not like shooting me. It's not easy to kill that many people I'm, even if you just. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, it really isn't. He he was he was to me he was a clown and a coward. Oh, absolutely. You know? But I, I just wondered because he said he had tactical gear on. He had. All, I was just curious if he had. He some tried sort. to live that TV shit out. His family actually tried to say that he had COVID, and uh, he was. He had COVID and he was in, he was you know quarantined and because of the pandemic and being locked in he oh, just, he, he lost it when he went out. That's and, and how old ridiculous. is this person? He's, he's um, young. He's like 18, 19. I don't even want. I don't, even I don't know. care what his name. I don't even know what his fuck, name is. Man, woof, woof. You, it doesn't matter. You know? Ten. But I'm asking because he's like people dead and thirteen. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking. Is this a kid? Is this an oh, adult? No, it's adult. Yeah, he's adult. It's a young adult. Yeah, he's a young adult. No, in that in that case, but also like I was just you know moment of silence, man, and just you just listen. The victims in the Buffalo supermarket shooting. Celestine Cheney, 65. Robert A. Drury, 32. Andre McNeil, 53. Catherine Massey, 72. Marcus D. Morrison, 52. Haywood Patterson, 67. Aaron Salter, Jr., 55. Geraldine Talley, 62. Ruth Whitfield, 86. Pearl Young, 77. May these victims rest in peace. May we get to the bottom of all this madness. And, and it's that simple. We all we can do is like we have to we have to live. You know we have to continue the legacy and the fight. You know as people, I as black people, you know that's what it is. You know. It's wild to me. Rest in peace. So, on that note, we've come to an end. Appreciate life. Yep, and we've come to an end on the podcast this week. 
Yo. Excuses shout out to NLG. No, yeah, shout out to NLG for coming in. Also remember, excuses have no purpose. Don't make them. Don't make them. Don't you know, make them. As long as we grow, we're going to glow. And all of us going to do it together. The Danger Zone Podcast, episode 17. Yes. We out. Big Shook. Mr. DL. Chef Tanya Nicole. Yo, we also got who in the house? True. True, we all in here, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo, bitch, bitch. On my dark days, I chopped crack on a regular. Ran up in spots and clapped on a regular. Took big fat ass stacks from the register. No matter how hard they tried, they still couldn't measure the hard I have. You joke when I stab. Grands in my pocket and still caught a cab.